Well, hello, friends. Grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you. Welcome to Sermons from the Mount podcast. My name is Pastor Mark O'Neill. I currently serve as the pastor of Mount Olivet United Methodist Church in Manio, North Carolina. Each week, we will post here audio recordings of the sermons that I preach from that church. Hope this one is a blessing to you. God bless. Take care. text this morning comes from the prophet Isaiah's book. We're going to take a look at chapter 12. Isaiah chapter 12. It says, you will say in that day, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger turned away that you might comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And you will say in that day, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitant of Zion. For great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. My friends, this is the word of God for you and I, the children of God. Well, friends, this past week I came across a video that really spoke to me. We talked about it briefly Wednesday morning at our Bible study. The setting is in a classroom. And there's a professor up front, and students are there all sitting in their desk. The professor then says to the class, every day we are faced with challenges and obstacles which could help us grow and help define us. Now when stress creeps in, well, it can make things seem quite impossible. It could even paralyze us, preventing us from doing the things that need to be done. At which point the professor takes out a pitcher of water and a glass, and he pours water into the glass about three-quarters of the way full. How heavy is this glass of water? He asks his class. One student says it's eight ounces. Another student says it's 12 ounces. Third student says, I bet it's 16 The professor then says to the class, the absolute weight of the glass doesn't matter. It depends on how long I hold on to it. If I hold it up for a minute, nothing happens. If I hold it up for an hour, my arm will begin to ache. If I hold it up all day long, my arm will feel numb and paralyzed. The weight of the glass hasn't changed. But the longer I hold on to it, the heavier it becomes. The longer I hold on to it, the heavier it becomes. The professor continues, the stresses and worries of life are like this glass of water. If you think about them for a little while, there's no problem. Think about it for a little bit longer, and it begins to hurt. If you think about it all day long, you'll feel paralyzed incapable of doing anything. And he concludes the video by saying, 
always remember, put the glass down. Always remember, put the glass down. I like the point that he's making in this video. I don't think there's a person in this room or watching us online who has done at one time in their life or another felt the stresses and anxieties and worries of life. And I also think that most of us, if you're raised the way I was, typically try to deal with these stresses and worries of life on our own, without any help, without any assistance. After all, that's what being a rugged individual is all about, isn't it? We're taught to pull yourselves up by your own bootstrap. Nobody's going to do it for you in this life, so you need to learn how to take care of your own business. And so we do. And what we find is that we are incapable at times of handling things that are thrown our way. And when that happens, things always seem to multiply. They always seem to build upon themselves. And we feel more pressure and stress and anxiety and worry and fear. And the more we try to hold on, the weaker and weaker we get until we become paralyzed and can't do a thing. So I think all of us this morning understand the point that he's getting to about putting the glass down. It means try not to hold on to life's stresses and worries for too long. Let them go. Let them pass. And I get it. Problem is, there are a couple of questions that are important that aren't addressed by the video. I mean, once you and I get behind this whole idea of putting the glass down, I think there's two more things we need to address. First is, where are you going to put it? Second, how do you do it? I mean, think about it. If we just put the glass down anywhere, how do issues get resolved? If we just put the glass down anywhere, what's to stop us from picking it back up when we walk right past it the next day? If we put the glass down anywhere, doesn't it just become the burden of the next person who comes behind us to clean up? If we just put the glass down anywhere, what good does that really do? So where do we put it? Where should we put it? And once we decide that, well, then how do we do it? Is it really that easy? What's the mechanism? What are the instructions? How do we get there? How do we make it work? And so I watched this video, and I liked it, but then I had these questions, so I wrestled with them. And then I got to our reading this morning, and as per usual, the answers are right there in the pages of Scripture. Our reading starts off by saying, you will say in that day. That's where you got to stop, friends, right? What day? What's he talking about here? What day is Isaiah talking about? Well, Isaiah chapter 11 speaks rather powerfully about the reign of the Messiah as king over all the earth. And then this brief chapter of praise, chapter 12, comes from the heart of one who has surrendered himself to Messiah as king and enjoys the benefits of his reign. So what day is it? What's well, the day that you come to an abiding faith in Christ Jesus? It's the day that you come to see Jesus as your Lord. You see Jesus as your king. You see Jesus as your savior. Jesus as your everything. It's the day that you come to understand the indwelling Holy Spirit that resides in you as his temple, and you are determined to turn more and more of your life over to him each and every day. That's the day Isaiah is talking about. Has that day come for you? 
I pray that it has. And if it hasn't, then I want you to see me after worship. Because it would seem that this is the first step in answering the question of where we are to put the glass down. And the second step comes right after it. In the very next verse, it says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. He has become my salvation. You think that's where we should put the glass down? At God's feet? At the foot of the cross? Scripture seems to think so. Cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. That's Psalm 55, 22. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew 11, 28 to 30. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. Isaiah 41, 13. Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. 1 Peter 5, 6 and 7. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10 Put the glass down at his feet. Take it to him and put it in his hand. Just give it to him. You say, okay, I get that. But how do we do it? Again, Isaiah 12. But what we've got to keep in mind is it's Isaiah 12 as written in the original Hebrew. Because what you notice in both verses 1 and 4 is the phrase, you will say. In the original Hebrew, that you and you will say in verse 1 is translated in the singular. That second you in that phrase in verse 4 is translated in the plural. You and I will pronounce it as y'all, won't we? In other words, the first you and you will say is for the individual. The second you and you will say is meant to be community. As a movement, if you read all of verse 12 together, what you see is a movement from the personal to the communal. So let's start there in the personal. You will say. What does it tell us? It says you will say, and it tells us to give thanks to God, to acknowledge his comfort, to recognize him as our salvation, and to with joy draw water from the wells of salvation. Friends, this is prayer. When we read these words, what I see is a need for us to come to God with thankfulness on our lips and then making the needs of our hearts and minds known to the Almighty. I think it is constantly being in a posture of prayer, intentionally carving out those moments to do so, emptying ourselves of everything that is causing us our sleepless nights and trusting in God's providence, God's will, and God's timing in all things. Placing our glasses down at God's feet requires intentionality. It requires coming to God in prayer, asking him to take it. It requires us willing to have a conversation with God, asking him to take it. Because, friends, he will. And in its place will be peace, hope, and love. Even if that conversation is not easy or kind. I've told this story three times in the past two weeks, but it bears repeating. 
And if you've heard it before, I apologize. One of my favorite preachers when we were living in Burlington lost his son when his son was 16 years old in a car accident. And the weeks after were very tough for him as he tried to be strong for his wife and for his family. He tells about a month or so afterwards, after they laid their son to rest, they're at an annual conference in Wilmington. And as he's leaving one of the sessions, he notices a storm coming up over the Atlantic Ocean. And so he pulls over and walks onto the beach, and as he tells it, for the next 20 to 25 minutes, he yelled at God. Rain coming down upon him, tears streaming down his face, he yelled at God. Why did you take my son? Have I not devoted my entire life to you? Have I not done everything you asked me in terms of spreading the gospel message? I am trying so hard to be a rock for those that are around me, and I am losing my bearings. He needed help. He needed strength. He needed God. And he says that when he was done and he got back in his car, the clouds parted and the sun came out. And he says he felt a warmth in his bones that he knew did not come from the sun's rays. He felt peace. And the first time in weeks, he felt Friends, he put the glass down, didn't he? And God took it. But he had to personally bring it to God. So my dear friends, what about you? Are you bold enough to bring whatever it is you're dealing with, whatever glass it is that you're holding to God? Even if by bringing it, you have to give voice to some measure of anger or doubt or worry. Friends, God can take it. God wants to take it. He loves us all that much. So bring it to him. Personally. Then we have the second, you will say, in verse 4. Again, it's a plural you this time, meaning a place where y'all make known his deeds. A place where y'all proclaim his name and exalt him. A place where y'all sing praises to the Lord and shout and sing for joy, knowing that in the midst of all of it is the Holy One of Israel. Where do you think that is? You can say it out loud. Worship. Notice I didn't say church. Because there's a difference. Yeah? The difference between church and worship. We worship all the time. Or at least we have the opportunity to. Not just an hour on Sunday. Friend, if you have a glass you need to put down a glass to give to God and you pray and you talk with God about it, then you need to also be in those places where you are surrounded by your brothers and sisters and you can get their support, their encouragement, feed off their strength, 
talk about the Lord, sing His praises, and just bask in the love, grace, mercy, hope, and joy that only the Almighty can bring. I think part of the power of that story I just told about the preacher and his son is the fact that he told it just like I did in worship. And so in sharing, he encouraged others to follow suit and then also take their glasses and put them down. So who do you surround yourself with? When you all get together, is it worship? Do they bring you strength? Do they point you to Jesus? What are you carrying, friend? What keeps you up at night? Please don't feel like you have to go it alone. Put the glass down. Go to God in prayer. Put the glass down. Talk to him. Put the glass down. Be in worship with your brothers and sisters. Put the glass down, friend. Let's all of us be Isaiah 12 people and put our glasses down. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Until next time, God bless. Take care.